Hey there, are you sick and tired of feeling sick and tired? Join Adol Kozilski and Fagy Stern as they explore ways to reverse chronic illness and achieve vibrant health. Your health is your only wealth and together we can be better. Hashtag Healthy You, Wealthy You. Hello, hello, hello and good morning. I'm Adol Kozilski and Fagy, I've missed you. We've missed each other so much, Adol. Where have you been? Busy with the do you know where I've been? I've been in the kitchen for one month. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like we've all been in the same place. You're not alone. Yeah. How was your yantan? It was so fantastic. It was such a great break. Between my sister and her family coming and having a family simcha, I couldn't have asked for more. How was yours? Mine, my, mine was great. Um, you know, we've, I battled through trying to stay healthy, which I think I did to a large extent. It was just so difficult saying no to all the gluten and no to all the desserts. Um, that was, you know, in front of you every two days. But thank God, it 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 it, it was great. It was it was difficult in cycling, you know. Yes. Two days, one day one day shop, one day cook, you know, eat again. Yes, it was a difficult but, schedule, but it was definitely very enjoyable. I think also with COVID happening and things becoming a little bit more normal and school becoming a little bit, a little bit more normal, <coughs> you know, socializing a little bit here and there. I think it did make a massive difference, and people definitely <coughs> did appreciate it that much more. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. So we're back on air, everybody, and I hope that you are excited to hear us as we are excited to be here. We've got a fantastic lineup of, of, of people for shows coming forward. And, uh, you know, one of the things that I know that people were complaining, and this was also an interesting thing, Fagy, that I noticed, was the first Sukkot that we actually sat in the Sukkot and it didn't rain once. Until the last day, we were all sitting at the very end just for fun, yeah. and then the rain, <coughs> the rain came down. But generally, yes, I think it was also the timing of the year. Yeah, it was, it was. Sukkot was early, but so there was a little bit less stress there. But one of the complaints, constant complaints, that I heard was, why can't it rain? I want to get these allergies away. Like everybody was sneezing and coughing and saying there's mm-hmm. too much pollen in the air. And that's really going to be be the beginning of a discussion about histamine, uh, histamine intolerance and is it just about pollen in the air or is it more? And it's going to be our pleasure after the break to speak to Professor Celine Burstein. She's not new to the show. She is very much part of our show. She's known as the health mentor. She has been um, in the field of alternative health for over 40 years and uh, she has given great advice to many, many people. So please stay tuned. If you've got any questions or comments, you can um, send it to our SMS line 34519 or our telegram number 061-895-1019. And uh, as always, Fabian and I run a WhatsApp group. We don't spam it. We just give a an encouragement to try eat as healthy as possible on a daily basis and share with you interesting articles or podcasts or information that we come about just to give you that extra oomph, that extra positive kick to um, keep you on the straight and narrow and live a more healthier life. If you'd like to join that, you can send an email to info at highfm.com and you can give us your name and your number and we will gladly add you. Of course, you've got to have WhatsApp. That's if WhatsApp is working. But so far, so good. I think they've restored themselves. This is the Healthy You, Wealthy You show with Adol Kosilski and Fagy Stern.
And without further ado, good morning, Professor Celine. How are you? Okay, fine, fine. Very uh, ready to discuss this complicated uh, topic. Right, okay. So I'm going to hand it over to you with the question, what is histamine? Because we all know what antihistamine is. You tell us what histamine is. Well, first I'd like to start off by saying that most of the listeners are familiar with certain histamine conditions, such as development of a welt from a bee sting or hives from a peanut allergy. Now, Dr. Mark Hyman, uh, who's a great uh, mentor of mine, he's a functional medical doctor in the States, you also claim uh, allegiance to him as well. He maintains symptoms ranging from brain fog to digestive problems, menstrual cycle problems, nausea, vomiting, edema, palpitations, and anxiety can also result from issues of histamine intolerance. Now, unfortunately, histamine intolerance commonly goes undiagnosed, often resulting in years of ongoing frustration and suffering among individuals struggling to find the cause of their mysterious symptoms. So let's talk now what is histamine. Histamine is a chemical typically associated with allergy, such as a runny nose or sneezing. Now when a person is allergic to a particular substance, such as a food or dust, the immune system mistakenly believes that this usually harmless substance is actually harmful to the body. And in an attempt to protect the body, the immune system starts a chain reaction that prompts some of the body cells to release histamine and other chemicals into the bloodstream. But histamine has other important functions in the body, including communicating with the brain, triggering the release of stomach acid, dilating blood vessels to lower blood pressure. Now, we all need histamine, especially when we graze a knee or suffer a bee sting. And histamine is found throughout the body and is mainly stored in immune cells called mast cells and basophils, and it performs its role by attaching to specific receptor cells at key locations. And you need to know that the body makes histamine, but we also consume histamine. So, when is histamine a problem? Histamine becomes a problem when levels get too high or we can't break it down properly. And histamine starts to affect normal bodily functions. And it can lead to allergy-like symptoms, itching, sneezing, headaches, joint pain, irritable bowel, and nausea. But you may not experience all of these symptoms all of the time. But with an accumulation of histamine, you might find systems worsen. Funny enough, studies suggest that condition is more common in women, especially during menopause. Now, antihistamine drugs used are used to block 
histamine activity and relieve some of the symptoms. You know, I always look for herbal um, antihistamines such as uh, quercetin. They're natural histamine blockers. So you've got quercetin, turmeric, stinging stinging nettle leaf, vitamin D, and vitamin C. And you can also consume plenty of vitamin C rich foods like tropical fruits, broccoli, cauliflower, and berries. Now, you must understand that um, histamine also affects the, immu- the nervous system, causing problems such as headaches, um, digestive problems and pain, and it also plays an important role in inflammation. It works as a neurotransmitter in a brain, playing a key role in wakefulness and preventing sleep. So, I mean, there you've got a good idea what histamine is all about. So then taking an antihistamine would make you more sleepy. And and obviously hasn't... That taking an antihistamine makes you drowsy, which is, which shows that also has an effect on your on neurological, on your brain. Yeah, absolutely, on your wake cycles, etc. So it's very, it's it's not safe really to drive around while being on antihistamines. You know, so would it then to... be better to do the diet, like to do an antihistamine diet versus taking an antihistamine? Well, that is what I really believe in. I like to focus on dietary treatment because I prefer to do as much as possible with diet instead of uh, the antihistamine or medication. But histamine intolerance truly requires an integrative approach as it often occurs in conjunction with other disorders that need to be addressed beyond dietary modifications. You know, I suggest that uh, people suffering with all these um, kind of allergies, uh, runny nose, etc., bloatedness, speak to your physician to evaluate other possible lookalike conditions. And underlying issues must be corrected first for the best outcome, as this definitely can improve histamine intolerance. You've got to know that following a low histamine diet is very important and tolerance to histamine seems to improve once underlying issues are addressed. That's um, irritable bowel syndrome or even SIBO, which is small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. And uh, you'll find that once those are treated, reactions to histamine often decrease. So it's imperative to treat the underlying disorder in conjunction with dietary changes. And uh, you definitely minimize the overall amount of histamine that you get from foods. And eliminating the foods that block the action of the DAO enzyme, which is diamine oxidase and a lot of people lack that enzyme and the best way to improve the situation is to perhaps use a DAO enzyme.
Right, we're going to talk about more about DOA enzymes, and I have a whole lot of questions. We are talking to Professor Celine Bernstein about intolerance to histamine or what histamine does when you have too much of it in your body. I'd like to join the conversation, 34519. You can send us your questions or 061-895-1019. This is the Healthy You, Wealthy You show with Adol Kosilski and Fagy Stern. We're speaking to Prof. Celine Bernstein about histamine. Prof, I've got a question. Is are, are you able to have a blood test to go and check your histamine levels? It's not easy to do that. You know, a lot. Uh, in fact, the one little boy, he's on an antihistamine um, drug and he's got itchy eyes, uh, running nose, etc., and it's not working. And he's been tested for allergies and it doesn't come up. So. What I want to share with the, with the listeners, how does histamine build up in the body? May okay. I do that? Yes, go ahead. Go ahead. Remember, our mast cells release histamine in response to certain triggers, but we also get some histamine from the foods we eat. So diet definitely plays a key role. And some foods are thought to promote the release of histamine. This is known as histamine liberators. And some foods increase histamine. Now, an example is alcohol. It contains histamine and it also encourages our bodies to release histamine. Now, the body breaks down excess histamine using certain enzymes and here we come to diamine oxidase DAO one of the enzymes being responsible for dealing with the foods we eat now how efficient the DAO enzyme is depends on our genetics our diet and the health of our gut and also for women, estrogen levels, they influence the amount of histamine circulating in the body and in turn may make the breakdown enzyme DAO less effective. Now, in a healthy person, histamine is broken down by two enzymes, the DAO and HNMT. Now, the DAO enzyme helps break down excess histamine in the body and it eases uncomfortable symptoms such as nasal congestion, itchy skin, headaches and sneezing. And histamine intolerance symptoms may occur when one of these enzymes isn't working correctly. And histamine buildup occurs as a result of the deficient DAO uh, levels. How then do we get these DAO levels to work correctly? Well, the main thing is if you're not winning with an antihistamine, I suggest you start using a supplement that contains DAO. So it's very important to take a DAO supplement to clear histamine from the body. And research shows 
that these supplements might also offer relief from headaches, digestive issues, and skin reactions, thinking of your eczema, your psoriasis, etc. Now, DAO is made in the intestines. So, if your intestines are not healthy, there may not be enough DAO to break down histamine normally. And when buildup occurs, so do symptoms. And decreased DAO levels may explain why histamine intolerance symptoms are more common in persons with gastrointestinal disorders, such as inflammatory bowel disease, celiac, and SIBO, which is small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. And DAO activity can be blocked by certain foods such as pickled, canned, even chocolate and cocoa products and vinegars. And believe it or not, it's also blocked by certain prescription drugs such as antibiotics, antidepressants, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs such as ibuprofen, aspirin, and Voltaren. Now, regarding the other enzyme, which is known as HMNT, histamine N, methyltransferase, your success um, will now depend on uh, what's going on. So the main thing is, I think, is the DAO enzyme. That is very important. Now, histamine intolerance is difficult to diagnose. I was about to ask you that question. It seems like it's a very undiagnosed condition. It is very because it does not present itself as a strict set of undeniable symptoms. Instead, your symptoms may be different depending on what you eat, what you're exposed to in your environment, and any other medical conditions you may have. There isn't a set test for histamine intolerance, since skin prick tests only test for a histamine reaction to a specific allergen, not a consistent buildup of histamine. And some histamine intolerance systems mimic a true allergic reaction, but the reaction is different from an allergy. So skin testing and blood allergy tests will be negative. And because HIT, which is histamine intolerance, is thought to be due to buildup of histamine, and the symptoms may not be immediate. Symptoms may be triggered any time your threshold is reached. Because of this, it may be difficult to pinpoint a particular culprit. Let me explain this to you. You may have consumed high histamine foods in the morning, but low histamine foods in the afternoon. Now, even though the food in the afternoon food was low in histamine, it's put you over your tolerance level. So symptoms occur in the afternoon, and you might think your symptoms were due to the afternoon food, 
but the morning foods were more problematic in reality. So do you see how complicated this is? Yes, absolutely. Can, can I jump in and ask you a question when it comes to food? Because, Adel, we always have this discussion about mm. trying to be healthy. And, you know, see people say drink bone broth, um, have fermented yes. foods, have sauerkraut, um, avocados yeah. and eggs, and eggs are healthy. So, I mean, on, on my type of diet, for instance, I don't eat a lot of foods. I don't eat dairy. I don't eat gluten. There's a lot of foods I don't eat. So I go for the eggs. I go for the avocados. And to me, I think I'm being healthy, but really it could be that that's where my symptoms are coming from. Absolutely. I mean, uh, the causes of uh, histamine, some symptoms histamine causes, is bloating. Other symptoms are diarrhea, migraines, or upper headaches. I mean, who would even think that a menstrual cycle issue could be a histamine intolerance? And what about fast heart rate, anxiety? Vertigo. Flushing of the skin, swelling of the tongue and the mouth, and there you get your severe menstrual pain. So it's often difficult to diagnose histamine intolerance because the symptoms are so similar to other conditions, including your food allergies, gluten sensitivity, so it's very important to speak with a doctor about other possible causes of your symptoms prior to making a diagnosis of histamine intolerance. Um, I really found histamine intolerance to be more common in people with underlying digestive issues. As I said before, the celiac, the inflammatory, the SIBO, those all increase the risk of histamine intolerance. So I think one has to visit a functional medical doctor or a functional medical nutritionist who is aware of certain underlying conditions. And as you both say continuously, disease, whatever it is, begins where, A.D.? Adel and Faggy, um, it begins in the gut. Yeah. yeah. So I actually told this little, I asked the mother uh, in Cape Town whether she was on any probiotic during her pregnancy. She said, no, I was on prenatal uh, supplements, etc., but no probiotic. And I said, did you have a Caesar? And she said, yes, well, you can imagine all the friendly bacteria were wiped out. And this obviously has an effect mm. on the baby. And a lot of babies suffer with digestive issues. They're on a protein pumping inhibitor, etc. So the main thing is get onto a probiotic. That's my very first uh, sort of solution, the right probiotic. And what about digestive enzymes? Especially as we get older, Adel and Faggy, it's very important to take a digestive enzyme. Um, even if even if you have your gallbladder. <laughs> I'm telling you, you've got to be careful, as I said, with fats. Um, and you know what? Start following a low histamine diet. You can't use that diet forever and ever. It's not um, containing all the nutrients, and you might need to take extra supplements. And that's really the fastest way to clear histamine from your body. It's restrictive. 
So you need to consult a professional to ensure proper nutritional intake. And you just eliminate those uh, high histamine foods for 30 days, then slowly reintroduce the high histamine foods and monitor your symptoms. I always ask my clients to do a food diary. Tell me what happens. You ate it. You feel a bit nauseous. Then we can understand what foods are creating the problem. Now, you slowly introduce the high histamine foods, but if your symptoms have reduced or disappeared on the low histamine diet, but will reappear after incorporating high histamine foods, you probably have histamine intolerance. Can, so, can, can you give us a, a, a list like of, of what yes. is a low histamine diet? Either tell us the foods we should eat or maybe let's start with what are the foods that you, you stay away from that are okay. histamine producing? Definitely. Now, you'd stay away from fermented and aged foods. I mean, I have sauerkraut. It's, it's a fermented food, but it can be harmful. You stay away from the alcohol, champagne, red wine, beer, white wine, smoked meats, fish, uh, even sardines, mackerel, herring, tuna, salami, pickled or canned foods. But the, the smoked meats, fish, all of that, is that uh, tuna is only bad if it's smoked. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying these are the foods you should avoid. Fermented or smoked meats and fish. Are you saying? Sorry, I just want to clarify. Are you saying don't eat any fish, or are you just saying stay away from smoked fish? I think stay away from smoked fish, and see what happens when you have the sardines, the mackerel, etc. And of course, you know that fish. Um, tuna contains a lot of mercury. My excitement is, I mean, you don't stand near, but in Morningside Shopping Centre, they're opening a fish shop, organic, mercury-free, fresh fish, salmon that is wild, not farmed, and they're keeping the tinned sardines and mackerel uh, tuna um that you can purchase, that's got no mercury and is in organic olive oil. You've got to be careful of um, radishes, soya sauce, fermented milk products like your yogurt, your kefir, your buttermilk, your aged cheeses, parmesan, soda, Swiss cheddar. You've got to be careful of dried fruit, strawberries, citrus fruits, even tomatoes and tomato products, spinach. I mean, there'll be nothing to eat. Adel, <laughs> <laughs> it's all about intermittent fasting, Adel. That's what works. Yeah. <laughs> what helps. Stay away from food. <laughs> fasting allows your digestive system to heal. <laughs> help us. Uh, See, I'm not so mad. I'm not so mad, baby. <laughs> I'm, I'm in agreement. Uh, Are you kidding? We have to stay away from spinach now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's got oxalic acid in it. Another thing 
people with arthritis and make them stay away from the nightshade families. And here you've got your tomatoes, your eggplant, your potatoes, and your peppers. I mean, you've also got to stay away from legumes and um, cinnamon, chocolate, and wheat. Um, I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. That's why I say let's treat the gut. So now, let's find out what we can do to help us. Ready to go? Okay. Buy and cook from fresh. Aim to shop little and often. Because the fresher your food, the less likeliness of uh, histamine. That's the other thing. Leftover foods apparently isn't great for histamine. Yes, definitely. Cooking from fresh rather than using leftovers yeah. or prepared foods may also prove beneficial. And it's better to freeze leftovers for use another day rather than storing them in the fridge. And meal composition and the time between your meals may also <laughs> affect your symptoms. And here we talk about the intermittent fasting. So look at your lifestyle. If our environmental allergens are relevant for you, minimize your exposure. Manage to, um, to handle your stress and explore which forms and levels of exercise are beneficial for you because this can vary. And if you're experiencing a hormonal shift, for example, puberty or perimenopause and are experiencing symptoms suggestive of a histamine intolerance, check with your GP for guidance. And if you're considering any form of change to your normal eating, you have to consult a functional medical nutritionist first. So you do this without risk to your health. So follow this advice. Buy fresh produce, buy fresh meat, Keep always refrigerated or freeze, eat whole grains, do the cooking yourself. Something very interesting. Use an air purifier. This is an excellent way to decrease your exposure to irritating allergens and toxins in your environment. Air purifiers take in the air in your environment and filter histamine-causing allergens like pet dander, dust, pollen, and mold spores. Investing mm. in a high-quality air purifier with an HEPA filter will ensure that your home environment won't trigger a histamine reaction. You know that pollen is one of the most common aggravators for histamine release, and sensitive individuals breathe in pollen which causes histamine release in the body, known as hay fever or seasonal allergies. Pollen can actually irritate your year-round, depending on where you live. What you're speaking to, sorry, we're speaking to Prof. Celine Bernstein. We're talking about histamine intolerances. We'll be back shortly. This is the Healthy You, Wealthy You show with Adol Kosulski and Fagy Stern. 
Prof, as I was listening to you, you know, giving the diet and, 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 you know, where we have to go, like, I couldn't help but think that because histamine intolerance is just so difficult to, you know, to pinpoint, it's not something they just go get for a blood test and they go, ah, you've got histamine intolerance, move forward. That one of the things that I've been learning in my journey, you know, to get more and more healthy is to actually listen to your body. I remember like just the, a couple of weeks ago, I went out for a Shabbos meal to, to my family and I ate, I ate hummus, I ate chickpeas. Um, and I ate quite a lot of it. I ate it on, on, on some, some rice cakes and whatnot. And about an hour later, I left and I, my eyes started streaming. I got like a terrible pain at the back of my neck. It was, it was horrible. And I thought to myself, like, what did I just do? And then I worked it out that I get triggered by, by chickpeas. And, you know, I don't think that too many people are paying attention to say, you know, I just did this. My body's just done that. And I think that that, 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 that point needs to be emphasized. Your thoughts. Absolutely. You have to listen to your body. A food diary is so important. I mean, you couldn't write down anything over the old day then. But mm. I'm sure, and maybe you overdid the chickpeas, you know. Yeah. Hummus. So one's got to eat smaller portions, listen to your body. Something very interesting here about the pollen. It's sort of watch your weather app for high pollen days. And unfortunately, you have to stay indoors if possible. Now, something interesting. It's a good idea to wash your hair before bed to avoid mm. transferring pollen or dust from your hair to your pillowcase, which you may not change on a daily basis. So isn't that interesting? Yes, that's an interesting one indeed. Can you explain a high pollen count? Is it at 3 o'clock in the morning? Because that's when I wake up most of the time wheezing. At 3 o'clock? What happens with the pollen count at that time? Surely it's the highest at a certain time in the morning? I don't know. Maybe you must wash your hair. Maybe it's been transferred to your pillowcase. It's right. very, I'm telling you, you've asked me to discuss a very complicated yes. topic. You know, I found and it I, so interesting when I started this whole diet story and going off a whole lot of foods. When I did have those foods that I am a bit more allergic to, my my wheezing and my sneezing and my allergies were triggered immediately. There you are. Now, the another important thing, if your gut isn't healthy, you'll mm. likely experience far more allergic reactions and develop the elevated histamine levels. And a strong gut lining and a diverse gut microbiome is essential for a healthy immune response, as around 80% of your immune system is where? In your gut. An so let's talk about what things what things our listeners can put into their guts or what positive changes they can make to 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 grow this healthy microbiome. Okay, take a high quality probiotic or eat foods with probiotics can do wonders. Check if you've got a permeable sort of gut lining. Get a supplement that heals the gut. I mean, you've got to start with the gut. I give nothing else if they're complaining of these watery eyes, headaches, whatever. I say, okay, let's get off everything, your vitamins, your supplements. Let's start with 
a probiotic and report to me what's happening. You know, it's so important communication. People think, oh, they'll look it up or something. But go to the source where you know you're getting an immediate answer. So a probiotic, I would definitely do a digestive enzyme. I would also heal the gut lining because we don't know. We've been eating foods over the years where the gut can become very permeable. Apparently aloe and vera is that, very beneficial. Yeah, that's very good to take. And read the ingredients because sometimes it's a natural product, but it's got other things in it which might not be agreeable to you. Do you know uh, a very good thing to try, this is not for the gut, is a neti pot. Have you yes, heard of neti pot? It's no. through your nose. Like clears you out. Can, yeah, you can actually buy one. Uh, they irrigate your nasal passion, uh, passages. It's an ancient Ayurvedic tradition which clears uh, debris such as pollen, dust and excess mucus. Um, and this will allow you to breathe more easily and reduce nasal swelling. Um, you've got. When you're talking about repairing your gut, are you are you talking about taking um, uh, like L-glutamine? Yes. Funny enough, I use a shake. It is kosher. Phytopro, P H Y T O P R O, Sport Recovery. And that's got L glutamine in it. Does it have dairy? (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, You've got to support your health issues. Dietary restrictions are stressful and challenging. Uh, Relax. And there's little to no data on supplements, but the following are sometimes used. Vitamin C, B6, zinc, Curcumin, magnesium, quercetin, and that, you know, I use a lot of these things, especially during the long COVID overhaul. I was just about to say the vitamin D, vitamin C, zinc and quercetin is like, Again, I'm, 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 I'm saying this is just, this is just discussion. It's not advice. Speak to your doctor, but, but very good as a prophylactic for, for COVID. Absolutely. And you know, there's another very good one, um, that's got glutathione in it. I, um, it's called Cell Revive. Um, mm. It's got glutathione, NAC, which is N-acetylcysteine, selenium, and vitamin C in it. So, you know, you have to take all these things, especially during this period. we just got to support our body, our immune system, and take the antioxidants. So if you just want a sample menu to give you a guidance, this is what I would have. I would have oats with cooked apples and almond milk. I would have a peach and an almond milk smoothie as a snack. At lunchtime, I'd have chicken and vegetable soup with wild rice. But you've got to make it all from scratch. Mm-hmm. You can have grilled frozen quad, sorry, cod with quinoa and asparagus. And you can have a blueberry chia pudding as a dessert. 
and it can feel challenging to embark on an elimination diet. Always try to focus on foods that you can have. And there are many recipe blogs and low histamine cookbooks available with delicious menu ideas. So, you know, now's the time, the start of spring, warmer weather, finished with the Chagim. Next one, I think, is Hanukkah. Look after your body. Listen to it. We only have one body. It doesn't Absolutely. come Absolutely. This is 101.9 Chai FM. This is the Healthy You, Wealthy You show with Adol Kosilski and Fagy Stern. Well, there you have it. There's been a very, very important discussion about histamine intolerance. And I think that one of the things gleaned, beside that I'm just going to eat grass, I'm not even going to eat spinach anymore, and I think I'm going to one meal. <laughs> <laughs> um, just make sure that grass doesn't give you any allergies, Adel. <laughs> yeah, I'll make sure the grass doesn't have any pollen. <laughs> Um, What's important from this entire discussion is that it's important to engage with professionals and people that are able to look at you functionally and and give you support. So, Dr. Selina, Prof. Selina, if people want to get hold of you, how can they? Okay, they can um, call me on 082-338-885. Uh, Fantastic. Email me, C-E-L-E-N-F-O-N-E-L-E, B-E-R-N-F-O-N-E-L-E, S for sugar, T-E-I-N, at Zest, Z-E-S for sugar, T, number four, life.com. Fantastic. We really, really appreciate uh, your time and we appreciate all your professional advice and input. And uh, please go. We, we carry on moving. And yes, I think it's, it's an incredible um, opportunity now that we have at least two months where, you know, we're, we're not interfered with, with too many yontives or too many, you know, things that we have to look at and say no to and get ourselves right. Thank you so much, Prof. Thank you, Fagy. Thank it was you. Great to be back and um, I look forward to speaking to you next week. Thank you, everyone.